I want to tell you three true stories tonight, and they're each about babies. The first one is about a baby raccoon. Maybe you saw sometime late summer that we had a tree that we had to take down out here in front of South Hall. You see, it was rotten from the middle up. And I heard about this experience from Bill, who was a member of the property committee and who volunteered as a member of the property committee to go out there and stand with the tree guys as they took down this humongous old tree. Well, lo and behold, they found as they were removing the tree that halfway up in the spot where it was the most rotten was a raccoon mother and her babies. And when this tree was starting to be taken down, the raccoon mother and the babies tried to escape. The two babies fell. One died, but one didn't. Bill noticed that it was alive, and so he took it to the vet. Now, it's great to hear Bill tell this story, because he tells the whole thing with disbelief of his actions. I don't know how Bill got it to the vet, but he has a big truck, and so I guess he had something in there that he could put a baby raccoon in and take it to the vet. He took it to the vet and had the baby raccoon checked out, and the veterinarian gave it some fluids via IV, which just made Bill go, I can't believe I put an IV in a, a baby raccoon. And the vet told him, this raccoon will probably be fine. It just needs to be set at the base of the tree around dusk tonight, and the mother will come back and get it. Well, this was the middle of the day. So Bill took the little baby raccoon home. Now, Bill lives by himself, except for his dog, Brandy, who is a beagle. And she was really excited that a baby raccoon came to their house. So Bill had to go through the effort of keeping the dog way over here on this side of his house and the baby raccoon over here in a little box on this side of the house. He even took a picture and sent it to us via email. And then that night, he took that baby raccoon and put it at the base of the tree. And the next day, he came back to check, and it was gone. When Bill tells this story, like I said, he tells it in a way like, can you believe me? What was I thinking? But there was this baby raccoon, and it needed somebody to take care of it. It's funny, isn't it, how babies bring out of us this nature. We see their vulnerability, and we respond with our own vulnerability. And we'll even find ourselves doing things that we never thought we would do before, simply because we feel some sense of emotion for this fragile new being. That's the first story of a baby. The second story of a baby has to do with one, the story that I came across when I visited the Holy Land this past uh, October. For those of you that know, the Holy Land has been torn with strife and conflict for as long as it's even been in existence. And you can read about this in the scriptures as much as you can read about it in the paper. We were visiting this one particular place, and there were stories put up on like little billboards around the region in order that people might remember humanity and how it is that people cared for one another in the middle of a particular conflict. I took pictures of a lot of these little billboards. And there's one that I want to share with you tonight. 
I have it here on my phone. This story is called The Baby and the Soldiers. Soldiers were beating up a man in a crowded street. From all sides, people rushed to the scene. Suddenly, a woman with a baby came forward to the man who was being beaten up and shouted, Why is it always you who makes problems and goes to demonstrations? I am fed up. Take this baby of yours. I don't want to see you ever again. She laid the baby in the hands of the man and ran away. The soldiers left the scene in confusion. When quiet came, the man returned the baby to the woman. They had never seen each other before. Amazing what babies do to us. In their presence, we are immediately aware of something miraculous having happened. We approach a baby with some sense of reverence and awe. We need to make space, we feel, to, to recognize what is in our midst. That was what happened in the middle of that conflict. A woman gave her baby to a stranger in order that the fighting might stop. That's the second true story of a baby. The third is the one that we've come to celebrate here tonight. That God came among us as a baby. It makes great sense to me as to why God came among us as a baby. This God of all time and space that actually exists beyond time and space, but one who longs to be in relationship with his creation. For he made us for his own delight, and he calls us to himself. How is it that God can help us receive the goodness of this relationship? God comes to us as a baby. God has always been in relationship with God's people. And we read about it in the scriptures that come before these New Testament lessons that we read during this season and all year long. Before Christ came among us, we hear the story of the prophets who call God's people to God's attention all the time and God to the people's attention all the time, reminding the chosen people that even when they're in exile, God has not forgotten them. Prior to the prophets, we have the kings. David was the greatest among them. And he spoke of this infinite God's love for his creation. You can read about it in almost all of the Psalms. Most of those Psalms were written by King David. Before the kings were the judges, who reminded people of God's justice, that he would come and dwell among them to bring about peace. Before the judges, there were the patriarchs. Abraham. God spoke to Abraham and told him, your people will be as many as the stars in the heavens. And Abraham said, how can this be? And God said, I have made a promise to you. It will be true. You, Abraham. And before the patriarchs, there was God himself. Open up the Bible to the story in Genesis and you see and read God coming into the garden with God's creation because God delighted in God's creation. All that he made was good. And in the evening he would come and walk in the garden 
among that which he had created. All of our scriptures talk about this infinite God wanting to be in real relationship with his creation, wanting to be in relationship with us. So it makes great sense to me that God would come as a baby. Because when we encounter a baby, we are immediately open to what it is the baby brings. We recognize their vulnerability, and we allow ourselves to be vulnerable too. We see in them a miracle that has taken place, and we pause and honor it. We will just behold what has happened. This is the right posture when we encounter the God of all creation. So it is that God came in the form of a baby so that we might be open to receiving the relationship he longs to have with each of us. Tonight we sing the words, we sang the words, and we'll sing them again in the days to come, that we are to draw nigh, we are to come close. O oh, come, let us adore him. Amen.